everybody, Kurt Schlichter here on Unredacted, the Town Hall VIP podcast thing, where I talk for a while. Oh, once again, uh, because of the chaos in my life, I have failed to uh, arrange a Zoom thing because I was going to bring in guests. So this is just going to be me. Unlike last week when I, I was out at a party and grabbed Nick Searcy, and I thought that was a pretty good one. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, big week, huh? Yeah, lots of stuff going on. I am particularly interested in the insurrection of treasonous traitors of treachery that's going on, uh, well, you know, uh, today, Mother's Day, Sunday, and, uh, outside the homes of Supreme Court justices who don't believe in killing babies. And I was informed by smart people who are intelligent that treason is wrong, that treachery is wrong, that insurrection's wrong, that you uh you shouldn't use uh you know the implicit threat of violence to get political ground. But I guess you can if you're a liberal, I mean, they did that all through 2020, and then some guys took a bunch of selfies in the rotunda, and that was the worst thing ever was! Oh, my gosh, I hear, because I don't watch it, because I'm an adult, and I'm not freaking lame, but apparently there's a new Star Trek, who knew? And uh, January 6th, was uh, they were doing a historical revival of, ter- of terrible events, you know? And uh, they, they had to put January 6th. Yes, a bunch of uh, elderly Trump voters wandering about politely. Oh, one put his boots up on Nancy Pelosi's desk. Oh, no! Worst thing ever was! Move over! You know, ravages of Genghis Khan. It's a bunch of Trump voters. So, anyway, that's stupid. But, of course, nothing is going to happen to these people. You know, there, there's actually a federal law that says uh, you're not allowed to parade or demonstrate in front of a judge's house in order to intimidate him, which is exactly what this is meant to do. And everyone knows it's exactly what it's meant to do. And everybody knows the Department of Justice ain't going to do shit. But uh, three little words, bitches. Statute of limitations. Where is statute of limitations? Uh, for, for most crimes... There's a statute of limitations. You have to be charged within a certain number of years after. And the time varies. Sometimes it's five, two years or three years, five years. There's some crimes where it, there, there is no uh, limitation. Murder traditionally is one of them. Uh, some sex crimes now, which I think is a mistake because one of the, one of the reasons for a statute of limitations is because evidence decays over time. Evidence is hard to get. I've had cases where, you know, somebody goes, well, because there's way, at least in civil court, there's ways to get around the statute of limitations, like the discovery rule, for instance, fraud in California is three years, civil fraud. And if you, but if you don't discover it, you know, for like five or six years, then, then the statute is told. It, it doesn't start. The statute starts once you discover the fraud. So, you know, yeah, people go, well, I just found out you weren't doing what, you know, what you were supposed to do. And they want to go back 12 years and nobody's got records on that. That's one reason you have a statute of limitations, uh, because it's hard to preserve evidence over time. So anyway, there's your lesson on statute of limitations, folks. Unlike all the lawyers on Twitter, I know what the hell I'm talking about. Okay. 
So statute of limitations here. Statute of limitations on this violation are probably going to be three to five years. Which means that the next administration's Justice Department can still prosecute these hideous mutants. Although some of them uh, in, the, in the footage were wearing uh, masks, because co either because COVID is scary or they're doing us an aesthetic favor. Let's face facts here, okay? Let's face some facts. The women, and I'm using that term very loosely, who protest abortion loudly and vigorously, tend to not be attractive women, okay? They are fugly. Most of them are really, really hideous. There's a lot of tattooed mutants, the blue hairs, the pierced, uh, the tatted up. And as we've discussed before, I'm just sick of these fucking people. I mean, I'm really sick of them. And people have been, you see, they, they've leveraged our politeness. Now, you should go back and read my, we can't let ourselves be oppressed by weirdos, losers, and mutations. I think that was Thursday the 5th. And that was a, that was a classic Kurt Town Hall column. But these people are just, they're, they're just ugly and they're just hideous. And I don't know what it is, but attractive people tend not to be like super abortion fans. Now, statistically, there have to be a few ones that don't make you retch up your cheeseburger uh, when they, you know, show their mug. But a lot of them are really, really foul. And I just think it, I, I just think it's horrible. Anyway, there are a lot more wearing uh, COVID masks, uh, but some of them weren't. And we got, we got lots of video. We need to ch ch save that. And then we need to come in and even the score. Why is it so important? Well, Kurt, Kurt you just want vengeance. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I do. But remember, retribution is important. Now, that's a conservative thing, by the way. Lots of conservatives, and well, you shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't be so vindictive against against Disney, and you're just you vindictive, and it's just not conservative value. No, no, no. Retribution is a conservative value. Righteous retribution is absolutely a conservative value. When people do bad things, you should punish them. Okay, that makes them do fewer bad things. That makes other people see the example and do bad things. And it is important to human beings to see that. Bad things do not get rewarded. Okay? It, it is important to a society that there be consequences. And we've seen what happens when there are consequences. Just look at Los Angeles, where they don't charge crimes. All right? You got criminals running in, taking, you know, thousands of dollars worth of drugstore stuff. And the drugstore is like, well, we can't do anything. They're not going to charge anybody. And people are like, oh, shit. This is lawless. This sucks. Now, that can only last for a while. It might be a few decades. But there will be an accounting for that. People naturally want it. If you look what, what happened in New York in the 90s, you know, the most liberal city in America uh, elected Rudy Giuliani, who came and cleaned New York up by arresting criminals, throwing them in jail. And that's what's going to happen. Okay, all this Gascon shit, this Bowdoin shit, all these Soros prosecutors, it's not going to last forever. Because people... People do not want to live in crime. There will be a backlash, which is part, partially a subject of my book. We'll be back, The Fallen Rise of America, which you should all be going and getting. I don't know why you haven't got it yet, but go get Fallen Rise of America. Just stop listening for a minute. Go pre-order it. Uh, by the way, Megan McCain had a uh, book out, and apparently she sold like 250 copies. 
uh, I've already pre-sold more than that. Significantly more than that. Uh, but you should be part of my club too. Make me better than Megan McCain, said Kurt, setting the bar almost as low as make me better than Brian Stelter, who is a potato. Uh, by the way, if you want to laugh and it is not safe for work, Google on YouTube or go on YouTube, Google, whatever. Brian Stelter is a sex machine by Ryan Long. And it's this little rap video and it's got, and it's in my head and it is the most vile, foul, hilarious thing ever. Brian Stelter is a sex machine. So you just, I'm throwing that out there. Consider it a tip. Anyway, this, I'm not going to call it protest because it, it's an insurrection. I mean, it's such a transparent attempt to get the court to not accept the Alito draft. And remember, it is a draft, okay, until there's a final document, a final opinion with dissents and everything. It, it's not done. So everybody's going, yeah, we won Roe versus Wade. Did we? Maybe. Probably. I am not sure. I'd like to be sure. I, I will feel better when it comes out. I think that's what's going to happen. I don't think anybody's going to fall off. But man, imagine what happens if Kavanaugh, you know, turns into kind of a pussy because Kavanaugh's a little bit soft and decides, well, I'm protesting out here. It's really scary for my family. I better, I better conform and comply. I think that would be a huge, huge problem. They talk about the you know, respect for the institution of the court. And the liberals have none anyway. Remember, they're, they don't respect any institution. They just leverage institutions for power. Stupid conservatives uh, respect institutions. They don't understand institutions are all about power. I do. You do, because we are based and or woke. Uh, but, you know, there's a lot of normal people out there who go, oh, the Supreme Court, well, you know, it went through the process and that's the way they decide. And OK, I can live with it. If they roll over because a bunch of uh, purple-haired mutants screaming from the sidewalk convinced uh, Brett Kavanaugh to be a sissy, then I think uh, I, I, I think it's going to be a bad situation. I think it's going to uh, uh, damage the respect for the institutions among the normals. Respect for institutions is very important, but only among the normals. You and I don't have it. Left doesn't have it. But the normals have to have it. And... That makes, you know, that that makes things work. If nobody has it, then we're kind of approaching chaos. Now, I'm not against chaos, okay? I'm uniquely suited for chaos, as many of you are. I'm, you know, well-trained, well-armed, and uh, I am not afraid to mix it up. There are a lot of people who've lived their entire lives. They've never shot a gun. They've never done a push-up. They've never got punched in the face or punched anybody else back. That is a problem for them when you get right down to it. And that's a problem I talk about and we'll be back, which is another reason to go buy it. But I want to I want to be really clear about these institutions and the norms behind them, like the norms of, you know, not threatening the Supreme Court to try and get your way. Those norms are not there to protect us. All right. They're not there to protect us. They are there to protect the weak and the stupid and the leftist. Okay? Because as I just pointed out, 
in a society where power is the only currency, you know, we're a little better uh, suited to operate in that environment. I mean, look at all these, uh, you know, suburban wine women, the sexually frustrated loser chicks with their Trader Joe's screw top Chardonnay and their husbands who can't make it happen. In large part because the women are sexually unattractive. In a normal society, do you think people like that ever had any power? These nagging bitches who have nothing better to do but try and tell everyone else how to live. These nagging Karens. In a society where power is the currency, where the norms like not using violence and using procedures to get what you want and allowing other people you know, to speak freely, uh, they are able to flourish. They're able to do their thing. They're able to be the bad people that they are. In a normal society, that is the normal state of man, where life is nasty, brutish, and short, you know, Karen tells you to put on a mask, you turn around and punch her in the fucking face, right? Well, you don't hit girls. That's a norm, dude. That's a norm. There is nothing on earth stopping you from punching a obnoxious Karen in the face except our norm that we don't punch chicks in the face. Okay? Yeah, the capability of punching her, her in the face. She doesn't have the ability to stop you. The norms protect her. They don't protect us. They're actually inconvenient. They take away a viable option which would be exercised through much of uh, uh, human history. I mean, back in the Middle Ages, you know, some some maiden comes up and starts running her mouth to a knight. He's going to hit her with a fucking mace. Okay? The norms are there to protect the weak from the strong by substituting procedure and rights and, and governmental authority in many cases for the exer personal exercise of raw power. And, you know, I'm I'm a over 200-pound male, all right, who works out. I uh, uh, Power is not that big a problem. I mean, there are guys bigger than me. Of course, you can, you know, arm yourself. But norms allow the weak... And the powerless, the chance to operate and live in society. And when they get rid of norms, when the norms start collapsing, who gets hurt? I can live. It's not my preference, but I can I can survive in a, a society where power is the currency. You probably can, too. You probably got a 12 gauge shotgun somewhere in your, you know, condo. Do these guys, do these guys really want to live in a society like that? Well, they want to cut corners, though. You know, they want, and there, look, there are some, you know, scumbags who can do damage. These are the ones who did a lot of the damage in the riots. And they try and use these guys as cat's paws. And they use uh, the norms, pretending norms still exist, to keep us from reacting the way we should. You know, during the riots... You know, that piece of shit, Mark Esper, 
who'd be the worst Secretary of Defense ever if not for Lloyd Austin. He's all proud. He's like, I wouldn't let Trump send the um, military into the street to restore order. Well, dick. Um, that led to an entire summer of riots and many, many deaths. In Los Angeles, I went out on the streets with the army and we put a stop to that shit in a matter of days. Okay? So, still proud of yourself, Mark Esper? So there are bad people out there who, who, who can't exercise power, but the vast majority, you know, you look on college campuses, these are not fighters. These are whiners. They're not going to punch you. They're going to cry until you submit. And they're able to do that because of norms, which they are in the process of destroying. And it doesn't make a lot of sense because you cannot have a two-tiered system of norms. It's not going to work. Human nature doesn't play that way, guys. Human nature does not allow people to ignore the status quo, yet somehow expect that everyone else is going to honor the status quo. It's not a fucking cafeteria. All right? The big golden corral buffet-o norms it's not, you can pick up a plate, I'll take the ribs, I'll have a little ham, I'm going to skip over the, the liver, oh, macaroni and cheese, no, no broccoli, no, 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 it's a fixed price menu, you take everything or you take nothing, now it doesn't happen right away, we're in the part where they're picking and choosing norms, and as we saw with Ron DeSantis, there are some people pushing back, going, "Oh no, we're 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 if if norms are off the norms are off the menu, I'm fucking over Disney." Well, yo, well, well, you can't. That's what. How dare you? I shut the fuck up. Okay, don't. You don't get to be a cafeteria norm bitch. I like that cat. Hi, I'm Kurt Slater, cafeteria norm bitch, and this is K Rock. Thank you. Cafeteria Norm Bitch has got to be my new band name. With our sing with our new single, I Love You Truly Like a Flower. I don't know what any of that was. I I'd like to apologize for that. Oh, wait, no, I never apologize. Sign of weakness. Hey, it's Mother's Day. Happy uh uh happy Mother's Day to all you birthing people of all genders, all 672 of them. Have you noticed that women have been rediscovered in the last week or so since this Roe versus Wade thing came out? And I just love it whenever they're like, you're, you're taking women's rights. And we're like, what's a woman? Are you a biologist? <laughs> they need to be treated with contempt, folks. They don't believe this shit. You know that, right? They don't believe any of it. It's just a way to score off you. So you've got to mock them. You can't let them oppress you. You can't let these losers win. This has been Unredacted, Kurt Schlichter's Town Hall VIP podcast. I want you to go pre-order my book. We'll be back. The Fallen Rise of America. It's from Regnery. It comes out in July. Just pre-order it. it. Impresses my publisher. If you pre-order it, perhaps it'll release my family. Get the Tally Turnbull series of conservative action novels. If you haven't, they kick ass. Once you go to my On Locals page, you can get all things Kurt there. 
and there's lots of people having other discussions and stuff. I, um, I want you to read my town hall column every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. I want you to listen to the stream of consciousness, which is a lot like this, except louder, faster, and more profanity. That comes out every Friday. Uh, hopefully by next week, maybe I can figure Zoom the hell out so that I can get a guest in here instead of uh, getting into my studio and just doing my thing. But I hope you've enjoyed me doing my thing. I like my thing. I think it's a good thing. And uh, remember, keep on with those norms. You got to preserve the norms, everybody. Preserve the norms. Talk to you soon. Bye.